Welcome to the Adoption Connection Podcast, where we offer resources to equip you and stories to inspire you on your adoption journey. I'm Lisa Qualls. And this is Melissa Corkum. Don't worry, we get it, and we're here for you. Today is a Mentor Moments episode where we answer a listener question. These episodes give you a chance to join the conversation and guarantee we're providing the most helpful tools and resources for exactly where you are. This week's question is, what do I do if I don't like my child? I never thought I would feel this way. Can you help? So interestingly enough, even though this question is really hard to say out loud or even admit for a lot of parents, we hear from parents who have a similar question or are having similar experiences quite a bit. And Lisa, you and me have both had experiences with our kids in seasons where we've found ourselves asking the same very vulnerable question. So I think the first thing we want to say is you are not alone. You're not a bad parent if you can relate to this question. Uh, So I wanted to start there. Yeah. The first time someone asked me this question, like flat out was way, way back in 2012 when I was writing a lot on my blog And someone asked me a question very much like this. And I remember thinking, wow, how how brave to ask that question. And then when I actually shared it on my blog, I mean, the response was huge. So many parents writing in about their own struggles. And it wasn't about, do I love this child? It was about, I just, I don't feel the like, is what one of the women said. And I was like, yes, I understand exactly what she's talking about. Yeah. And so- we started talking about this a couple years ago. Lisa, you were preparing to speak at a conference kind of around this topic. And I was reading some Dan Hughes books for the first time. I was reading Brain-Based Parenting uh, by Hitman John Balin. I was also reading Building the Bonds of Attachment. And both of them mention this thing that happens to parents when there's kind of this non-reciprocal relationship with the child. Yeah. So either the child's behaviors are really challenging or maybe the child is just flat up like rejecting the parent, whatever reason. And Dan Hughes gave a name to this, uh, we'll call it phenomenon or the way the nervous system responds in the situation. And he called it blocked care. And I had this like light bulb moment. I remember Voxer and Lisa and being like, oh my gosh, Lisa, it has a name. <laughs> like we should be talking about this more. Why, why didn't anyone ever tell me? Well, and I remember that moment because I didn't know it had a name. I thought it was, you know, a lot of parents are experiencing this in isolation. We're not talking about it because it feels and sounds terrible. And when I read there was actual brain science behind what I was feeling and experiencing I actually, I cried because I had just been carrying so much shame about this. You know, I'd always believed I was a good mom and I was a really loving mom. And to feel these feelings toward one of my children, it just, it was, it was a crisis for me in terms of my own identity of who I believed I was. And so learning it was actual brain science, learning there was an actual name, blocked care, and that there were professionals who knew about this, it was actually a huge relief to me. Yeah. And I I think for me, blocked care for me didn't just show up 
in my relationship with our most challenging child, it, it started bleeding over into all aspects of my life. And I remember my husband looking at me one day and just saying, like, I don't know who I married. Like, you're the meanest person I know right now. <laughs> and, you know, so I was having not just like a parental like identity crisis. I was having like a whole person identity crisis. Like I didn't like who I was, not just with my child or my children, but just everyone. And, and I was like turning into a quote unquote, like bad. I was definitely a grumpy parent to everyone. Even my kids who were kind of typical kids who didn't have these really high needs and big challenging behaviors. And I was just grumpy with everyone all the time. So finding out that this was just a symptom of my nervous system protecting itself in a really hard situation was so, so helpful. And then of course I, you know, I'm our resident brain science nerd. Whenever there's brain science for something, I feel like that also tells us that there are answers for things as well. I mean, now we know from all the study we've done, which we've done a lot together now about black care, we know that when our children come to us and they're so wounded and they're, they have developed a protective mechanism toward connection. And then here we are as the parents and we're trying to reach for them and connect with them, but they aren't able to receive it. And it's not through their own fault or anything, but it just, it feels like it's just bouncing off sort of. And after a while, it really does change the way our brains function. And we teach a lot about that in our um, courses on blocked care. Yeah. I mean, so it's important to know that there are like official signs of blocked care. We name nine and there are types of blocked care, right? So sometimes there, as parents, we may experience blocked care, even if a child is not rejecting us, maybe they have something, a neurodifference, maybe like autism. And so they just aren't able to give socially and reciprocally the way our nervous system is expecting, or maybe there's something going on with our own nervous system or our own body that's causing our caregiving systems to kind of protectively shut down. Um, So we talk about all of this in a free training that we have here at the Adoption Connection called the Compassion Challenge. And so we would invite you. So, the, you know, the end of that question was help. Can you help us? And yes, <laughs> the answer is yes, we can. And so we would invite, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, yeah, that's me. I am struggling to feel the like for my child. Um, then we would invite you to go to the adoptionconnection.com slash compassion and sign up for the free compassion challenge training. It has touched hundreds and hundreds, probably close to a thousand. Yeah. Thousands of lives already. And the feedback that we get and the emails that we get from you all are just incredible. And so we just feel really honored to bring this information that I think unlocks a whole lot of shame. It, It relieves a whole lot of shame from parents. And, and I think that you know, unlocking parents from shame and guilt helps them be better parents. So we would just really encourage you um, to go grab that training if you're struggling with what maybe you now know has a name, blocked care. (laughs) Right. We really want to help you renew your hope because there is hope. You can, your brain can heal. Your caregiving ability can come back online. These feelings can change. And we know how important that is because we know 
that you are good parents. We tell you this every episode, you're a good parent doing good work. And we really believe that. We believe that you have the capacity to heal and experience a richer, connected relationship with your child. And so we hope you'll take advantage of this free offer. It's um, It gives us a lot of joy. It really does. You can sign up for our free compassion challenge at theadoptionconnection.com slash compassion. Before you go, we'd love to connect with you on social media. You can find us on Instagram as The Adoption Connection, or better yet, join our free Facebook community at theadoptionconnection.com slash Facebook. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you. And remember, you're a good parent doing good work. The music for the podcast is called New Day and was created by Lee Rosevere.